Big fight weekend on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presented to you by MyBookie.ag. Sports are back and MyBookie is now offering a 100% deposit bonus when you use the promo code SGP. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP, to play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you in part by the leaders in daily fantasy, DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app now and use the promo code SGP to get a free million-dollar shot in total prizes for this weekend with UFC 252 contests. That promo code is SGP to get a free shot at $1 bucks with your first deposit only with DraftKings. We're also brought to you by BetQL. Want to get an advantage over the sports book with the NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball, or any other betting action? Well, you need to download BetQL, the only app you'll need to make smart bets this season. Head to BetQL.co and enter the code SGP20 for a 20% off discount on your first subscription. That's BetQL.co and the promo code SGP20. And we're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sports book. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. The countdown is on to fight time. This is Big Fight Weekend. Now, here is your host, TJ Reeves. Yes, indeed. The fight cards are rolling in, and we are back with the latest edition of the Big Fight Weekend podcast. I am your somewhat capable, somewhat lucid host. Happy to have you along, however you have found us, because from Tulsa, Oklahoma, to uh, Connecticut in the Mohegan Sun Casino, to England and either the studios of BT Sport Television or Eddie Hearn's Matchroom Boxing Headquarters, there are fights and fight cards all over the place, and we are here to talk all about it. I am merely just one individual. I've got to enlist the help of some others uh, to get it done on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. So coming up in just a bit, we'll hear from Todd Grisham, play-by-play man on uh, the DAZN streaming service in the U.S. and the call coming up of the Saturday night fight card on DAZN from Matchroom Boxing as Cecilia Brekus goes for a record 26th consecutive women's world welterweight title uh, defense. Uh, she is the headliner. She is the main event, making history for Matchroom and for DAZN, headlining a U.S. fight card in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We'll talk with Todd Grisham here. At the time that we're taping right now, you may be hearing us later in the week, it is midweek. He's quarantined at the moment uh, at the hotel headquarters uh, for DAZN and the Matchroom staff and personnel and fighters and everybody associated with the fights. And the interesting thing is these fights in Tulsa, not indoors in a television studio like I was referencing a minute ago, uh, or some other location at the Mohegan Sun Casino in, in one of their ballrooms, or what Top Rank Boxing was doing in the MGM Grand in Las Vegas with their ballrooms. No, no. This is outside for DAZN in downtown Tulsa, Oklahoma. Todd will talk about that. We'll talk about trying to get better fights rolling as August turns to September, September turns to October, et cetera, et cetera, to try to help salvage the sport a little more. So Todd Grisham of DAZN will be up straight ahead in a few minutes. Later on in the podcast, my guys are back with me. Senior writer, BigFightWeekend.com, Marquise Johns will be here, and T.C. Martin, speaking of Vegas, 
Las Vegas Radio Maven. You hear him five days a week on in the afternoons in Las Vegas, tcmartinshow.com. He's got the Vegas perspective. We'll talk about the PBC fights from last weekend on Fox coming up on Showtime this weekend. Uh, uh, TC in particular has got some interesting insight into David Benavides, and he's anxious to see that fight. Marquise has got some insight on some of the fights that are going on in uh, the UK, again with Queensberry Promotions, uh, Frank Warren's outfit. They've got Carl Frampton and Michael Conlon fighting on a fight card on Saturday. Matchroom Boxing third in their Fight Camp series going, again, not household names yet for Eddie Hearn. Really on this fight card, if you're a hardcore British fight fan, you'll know the names. Marquise knows the names. That's the point. So the roundtable will be here to kick around all the fight cards and all the fights that we're interested in to stay engaged with the podcast. Speaking of staying engaged, however you found us through a social media link, maybe you found us now that we've partnered up with the Sports Gambling Podcast folks, sportsgamblingpodcast.com, or the Sports Gambling Podcast network feed of shows. However you found this show, subscribe, because it's available everywhere through Apple Podcasts, through Spotify, through Google Podcasts, Red Circle Podcasts. Just search Big Fight Weekend wherever you look for podcasts. You'll find it. Subscribe. New episode comes automatically to you. And we're going to be doing this much more frequently now before and after fights, including the biggest ones, preview shows and review shows. You don't have to worry about a thing if you subscribe. So subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. It will come automatically to you. You'll get the ding. You'll get the notification on your phone. Brand new edition like it is here in the midweek. And again, if you're listening later in the week, you may already have some different information on these different fights, things that are happening we are putting the preview into motion early in the week to give more fans a chance to hear it. And again, thank you to everybody associated with the Sports Gambling Podcast, Sean Green, Ryan Kramer, all the guys there, sportsgamblingpodcast.com, their feed of shows. And again, we are we are thrilled to be with them, and we'll even be going over some of the lines. Again, a lot of these fights are basically heavily favored fights, whether you're talking about the DAZN Matchroom Show in Tulsa, the PBC Show this weekend on Showtime Premium Cable in Connecticut at the Mohegan Sun, or the fights over in England. Uh, there, a lot of them, the favorite is supposed to win, but we'll, do, we'll dissect that a little bit. We'll talk more about that coming up with Marquise and TC a little bit later on. All right, time to get to more of the boxing action, all of the new, different news, uh, all the different things going on. This DAZN show that they have going on in Tulsa that's also got an interesting co-feature fight. We're going to talk about all of that with a special guest right now to kick us off here as part of Big Fight Weekend. As we do continue, we are counting down to a very intriguing history-making about for the Zone streaming service for Matchroom Boxing with a ladies' undisputed world welterweight title fight as the main event. And not only that, they're doing this one outside in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I promised I would not sing Living on Tulsa Time, but he is, in fact, doing that. He is a play-by-play man on the call and host on DAZN uh, for these fights. Todd Grisham is with us on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. Dare I say howdy, Patna. How you feeling? <laughs> uh, I feel alone. I feel scared. <laughs> I've been quarantined in my room since Sunday at the Courtyard Marriott. And they don't have food here. They hang stuff on your door. (laughs) Ghost suits. I can't leave my room until the press conference, which is on Thursday. Depending on when you listen to this. Thursday during the week. So right now I'm just uh, 
riding the edge of a lightning bolt. Uh, so in some ways, though, you know, you're used to the social isolation. Uh, you're, you're used to some of these things, but then some <laughs> other parts of it are just uh, flat bizarre. Let's begin right there. I mean, we need to be mindful. I get it. I understand. There's, this is serious stuff and the steps they are taking. But uh, take me through this because there's quarantining, there's COVID testing. This is what the new reality is right now if you want to have fights, right, Todd? I took a COVID test in Connecticut three days ago. I landed here. I had to quarantine in my room for 48 hours before I could take another COVID test, which they administered this morning. I'll wait another 24 to 36 hours to get that result. Then I can leave my room if I'm going to another designated spot in the bubble only, I can't just like walk out and get food or, you know, go get adult magazines. With, uh, someone, <laughs> I can't do any of that stuff. I just have to sit in my room and watch Matlock because the cable's out. Oh, but dear God. Uh, and we don't even have TV uh, at this point. Uh, living on Tulsa time, but we do have fights, and this is very interesting, and we're going to go back and forth with having fun uh, because you actually enjoy being quarantined away from the Latin snake, Sergio Mora. You don't want to see him until the last possible second, so there are some benefits to what's going on in Tulsa because Mora can't come bother you. He can't do anything. He's got to stay away as well. Listen, he may not admit to this, but he's happy locked up in a hotel because he doesn't have to deal with his two small children. They're driving him insane. He calls me every day. God, I'm telling you, I don't know if I can I can take any more. Oh, uh, and he fought for a living for a lot of years. Uh, and and I know you are a man with daughters. I am a man with daughters, twin 12-year-olds. We're all dealing right now with everybody at home and trying to make all this work and his school starting coming up. We're all dealing with it. Todd Grisham of DAZN is dealing with it. Uh, speaking of ladies, all right, Lady Cecilia, Cecilia Brakus is about to defend the undisputed World Welterweight Championship. Wait a minute. Do I see this correctly? I believe that I do on this on this trusted piece of paper. 26th, 26th, conse- 26th consecutive title defense of the Women's World Welterweight Championship. Uh, that's the backdrop. That's the main event. I know Jessica McCaskill is going to try to spoil all this, but most believe that this is... Uh, a, a really great moment, a coronation night, a main event night for Lady Cecilia. Todd, tell me more about the backdrop as we build up to Saturday on DAZN. Well, she's made 25 consecutive defenses uh, of her welterweight title, which is tied with Joe Lewis, the most consecutive title defenses and one weight division. Of course, of course, we're comparing her to Joe Lewis, but we're not. We're not idiots. We know the level of competition isn't <laughs> in the same galaxy. Right. However... I don't care if it's the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. 26 consecutive title defenses. It's outrageous. And she's still at peak form. She's training in Big Bear right now, uh, locked up there. She's been, I guess, two or three months now. And she says it's made her focus more than ever. She's more dialed in. When Before COVID, she was flying from uh, Norway to Los Angeles and all over the place all the time. But she says she's uh, you know, in camp. Abel Sanchez is there, and she's ready to – tackle the world and she says that she wins this fight and katie taylor wins her fight not only does she say it's going to happen but eddie hearn says it's going to happen and that's one of the mega fights that you can make in women's boxing yeah and katie taylor due to fight in a week or so uh, in the matchroom boxing August fight 22nd, camp right yeah. right 22nd and that one will also be on disown from his fight camp in england uh, so that's what is looming out there. I'm glad you brought it up the way that you did, because on the last edition of the Big Fight Weekend podcast, again, 
I, I am a man of nothing but women in the house. Grisham, as I said uh, last week on the podcast, the dog is even a female in my house. I deal with nothing <laughs> but females all the time. This is not a chauvinistic thing. It is a semantics thing when we're talking about breaking records. Uh, it's a women's boxing record versus men's boxing, which is something different. And I acquitted it, and you're a sports guy. You worked at ESPN and on SportsCenter, etc. Uh, I equated it to when the UConn women won the 89th game in a row in women's college basketball, and everybody hyped up. They just broke UCLA's record, the John Wooden UCLA record of 88 wins in a row. I kept saying, no, they didn't break UCLA's men's basketball record. They just extended the women's basketball record. And if you want to make the comparison, that's fine. Am I too tied up in the semantics, Todd? Do I need assistance? Do I need help? It's like saying, listen. The New England Patriots have won whatever. Let's say they won four straight Super Bowls. Well, so did the uh, the Anaheim Jets of the Canadian AAA <laughs> NFL minor league. Right. It's not even close to the same. In the, the UConn women, out of those 89 games, I would say maybe nine were close. Just right. Off the top of my head, that were legitimately really competitive. So it's not UConn's fault. It's not women's basketball's fault. That's just the way it is. I mean, I'm just sure that Celia Breakers herself, if she hasn't said it already, would say, listen, Joe Lewis, his, his streak is much more impressive than mine. But that's not to take away what she's done. I mean, she could go for 40. Who knows? She's obviously a little uh, up in age at 38, right. but right. no one's come close to beating her really in a while. She beat uh, Victoria Bustos and Monte Carlo last November. And she, I don't think she won, lost one minute of one round. I mean, it was total domination. And if you watch... But- if you, transitioning yeah. to the promoter part of me, yeah. that could come to a screeching halt. I mean, this is like, can you imagine if Jessica McCaskill beats her? It would be like the Undertaker streak coming to an end at WrestleMania. <laughs> I mean, that, that would be one of the biggest shocks. Wait, 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 wait. You could have gone like eight different directions, including like Buster Douglas, Mike Tyson, including Andy Ruiz on your own streaming service, stunning Anthony Joshua. You you could have gone to the Villanova Georgetown card in college basketball. You could have you could have gone even to the Giants beating the 17-0 Patriots, and you went Undertaker WWF and the WrestleMania streak. And that says a lot about you quarantined in a hotel room in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I love that about you. I really do. Well, hey, it was a streak is on the line, and the most famous streak of all, streak of all time has to be The Undertaker. I mean, everybody <laughs> knows that. Everybody knows that. Uh, uh, again, Todd Grisham with us from DAZN. It is uh, Brakus and McCaskill as the main event. Uh, one more point on this. 25 going for 26 straight title defenses in the same weight class. That That is amazing in and of itself because at least at heavyweight, uh, Joe Lewis could fluctuate in weight by a few pounds here and there, 10 pounds if you wanted to. Not the case uh, here. It's amazing that she has sustained, especially in her 30s, at that weight level. It is a testament to what kind of shape Lady Cecilia is in, right? You could say that, or if you would play devil's advocate, has she tested herself to the limit? Why not go up to weight classes? Why not pull a Manny Pacquiao type of thing? Why not lose weight to cut down, which you'll probably have to do to face Katie Taylor, I would think. Um, I mean, Jessica McCaskill is coming up from 140 to 147 to fight her. So she has planted her flag in that division, and God bless her, she's done amazing. But there would be some who say, uh, maybe Clarissa Shields would be one of them, to say, look, if you want to be the greatest of all time, 
you got to roll the dice. Roy Jones went up to heavyweight and won a yep. title. Yep. I mean, it, sometimes you got to risk it. Ray Leonard moved up and fought Marvin Hagler. He had lost earlier, and he pulled one of the stunning upsets ever, and Hagler never fought again as a 33-year-old. That's incredible. Uh, I'm getting old because that fight's now 33 years ago, by the way. But, uh, yeah, sometimes you do move up and and test yourself, so we'll see uh, on that. All right, a couple of fun aspects of this. This was already in the plans and already in the works, and they're going to fulfill this. In downtown Tulsa, this fight is not going to be in an arena with no fans or in some kind of sterile environment. It's actually going to be out and around in Tulsa. Now, Todd has already given away that early in the week, depending on when you're hearing this, you haven't been privy to the location. We've seen the video uh, that has been released that is theorizing all of this and showing the construction. The video's out there on social media, matchroomboxing.com, DAZN.com, etc., and social media. What do you picture what this is going to be like Saturday night to be outside at this fight event in downtown Tulsa, please? Well, uh, should I start negative or positive? Where, where do we go? I think you go whichever way you want to go. You went Undertaker before. Well, negative, do what you want. It's going to be probably 98, it's going to be 98 degrees as we're sitting on asphalt <laughs> in downtown Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's, and Sergio Mora, my partner, is what we like to call a sweater. He is always sweating. So we were talking earlier on the phone with our producers, like, all right, we're going to have a towel for him. We have a makeup. I said, no, 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 no. We let him just sweat it out. We keep a camera on him at all times we cut to. He's going to look like Shaquille O'Neal at the free throw line the entire time. That's how bad he sweats. That's the negative. The positive is it's way better than being in some empty arena like we had to do when we were in Indio, California a couple of weeks ago for the Virgil Ortiz fight, which was a pretty cool environment. Don't get me wrong. I'd much rather be outside. And if you've been watching Eddie Hearn's fight camp, it looks amazing over there. And this was his vision. He didn't just want to have his matchroom events be in empty halls. Right. Or whatever. He wanted them to look visually special. And, you know, if, if, if there's no crowd there, you got to create your own environment and create your own kind of niche and buzz. And that's what he's trying to do here in downtown Tulsa. And, uh, it seems like the people here are pretty excited about it. Okay, at least even the ones that I can see from my see from my window. <laughs> peek out into the courtyard or through the peephole right. to see who's in the hallway. Skipping up and down the street, uh, a lot of people skipping and happy uh-huh. because of the boxing. It's got it's got to be. And again, this may be a forerunner of things to come with fights outside and that kind of thing. Of course, they've had a bunch of fights for years in Vegas outside in the desert, and they would always have to plan them uh, in and around. Is it going to be a hundred and ten degrees? Even Eddie Hearn. A card last weekend. I want to say they were in the 90s. I don't know what that is Celsius, but they were in the 90s temperature-wise for the early fight. So if you're doing it outside, so we'll be paying attention to the sweat ometer for the Latin Snake Sergio Mora as the analyst on the call. Todd Grisham with us on the Big Fight Weekend podcast for a few more moments uh, here. Uh, we appreciate him being on. He's on the call on DAZN for the fight card with the main event feature, Cecilia Bracus and Jessica McCaskill. Women's World Welterweight Undisputed Championship. Bracus going for 26 title defenses in a row. Pretty good co-feature fight. They had to put this one together back two or three weeks ago uh, where super welterweights Israel Madromoff, Madromoff and uh, Eric Walker will do battle in an eliminator uh, at uh, 154. Uh, Madromoff 5-0, and five knockouts. Walker 20-2, and known as the finalist from the contender, uh, the mo- one of the most recent episodes of The Contender. So that's an interesting co-feature that's on this uh, fight where one fighter has much more professional experience than the other one, Todd. I know you're looking forward to being around the fighters later in the week when they let you out of the room, etc., to find out more. But at least on paper, intriguing co-main event, too, on zone. 
Well, Israel Madrimov has a lot of hype. Um, you know, his trainer, Joel Diaz, said, listen, if they put him there with Jaime Mugia, he stops him inside six rounds. Mm. And this is a guy that has a record of 5-0 and with five knockouts. You know, he, a vast, epic amateur uh, career. He's got scary one-punch power, but he hasn't really been tested really at all. No one's taken him out of more than a couple rounds. So now he's facing Eric Walker, the baby-faced assassin. But he's 37 years old. Don't you need to drop the baby part? Kind of like little Bow Wow? <laughs> Shouldn't he just be the assassin? Anyway, the baby-faced 37-year-old assassin, Eric Walker, 20-2, and two, not really a hard puncher uh, with nine KOs. But he's been in there, and he's gotten some pretty good wins. And his only losses have come to the late uh, Patrick Day, God rest his soul, and to Brandon Adams, who you know won the contender. So he's legit, and we're hoping he at least gives Madrimov a good test. If not, makes it really, really competitive and good win. Who knows? All right, so that's the co-feature for this coming up. Uh, as it stands right now, there are more fights coming down the pike. I know Todd is hopeful, everybody's hopeful that we hear the name Canelo Alvarez uh, at some point as part of DAZN in an upcoming fight. We don't know when that will be. There had been a lot of talk that it might be September 12th in Las Vegas. Not done yet. Uh, we will see. But for the time being, the thing that we keep talking about on these podcasts for Big Fight Weekend and on the website, be grateful for what we have. I mean, it has taken a tremendous amount of effort for DAZN, in your case, uh, along with Matchroom to pull this off, top rank with what they did with their Las Vegas bubble with ESPN, PBC bringing fights back with Showtime and Fox in different locations, Connecticut and L.A. We mentioned uh, Eddie Hearn uh, with Matchroom Boxing, but all over the world they are having different fights, and right now we got to take what we can get. Get. We should be happy with what we get, and at least we get the action in the ring, right? I disagree. I say we got to push for bigger and better fights. I know people are trying to make fights. When you got Terrence Crawford saying, I'm not going to fight until I get a crowd. Right. People saying, we're not getting Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder until, until we get a crowd. Who's to say we're going to get a crowd in the spring? It could be late next summer before we, we get this stuff. Is Are the top 20 fighters in boxing really just going to sit on the sideline for, uh, until next summer? I mean, yes, I'm happy boxing's back, but, you know, there was a while there on top rank where they were like, only hardcore boxing fans are watching this. I'm like, man, even hardcore boxing fans aren't even, aren't even watching <laughs> right, this. Right. No, I, and I'm not making a joke because I love top rank, and they were the first ones back, give them credit. But to me, you got to put on a good product. You know, if we want to grow boxing, this is the time we can do it. I mean, we were talking earlier, Pac-12 football shut down. Big yeah. Football. All these things are going away. Soon it's just going to be the NFL, and this is a prime opportunity for these boxers that want to be legendary. You went, you gave me a, an example earlier of a guy who went up a couple weight classes, and you immediately thought about Sugar Ray Leonard, which is 30 years ago. Why aren't we talking about guys five years ago doing it? Because these guys aren't daring to be great. They're, they're daring to make as much money as they can in a short amount of, uh, amount of time. I mean, if Ryan Garcia fights Luke Campbell, which I, I hear is going to happen, knocks him out turns around three months later, fights Devin Haney, and somehow beats him, he's a legit superstar. Right. And then you start getting a huge, huge, huge paychecks. So I think these guys need to – sometimes you got to – what's the phrase my dad used to say? Rob Peter to pay Paul. You know, hey, so you only make – instead of making $5 million for this next fight, let's make three. But we win this fight, and then our next fight, instead of making five, we can make eight. You know what I mean? you got to yeah. look at it from that perspective. Well, and – If you put it – and we, be sorry, but we believe. I didn't mean to interrupt. We we believe we are going to get the better fights in the coming few months. I'm with you though. If the biggest stars are wanting to sit that out, that's a problem for down the road. Hopefully, they will. Is shamed too strong of a word? They will be convinced 
that it is the right thing to do, whether it's Canelo, Fury, Wilder, uh, the biggest names, uh, Terrence Crawford, like you mentioned, the biggest names. Errol Spence is going to have a pay-per-view coming up for PBC where he's obviously going to make significantly less money, but he's willing to go along with it and and do it in a comeback fight. And apparently that's the same thing with Lomachenko and Lopez. Canelo will, will more than likely have to take significantly less to get in there, but the sport needs him. I hear you saying that too. The sport needs him. So I'm saying, hey, if we're going to have 10 cards, let's make them good. And if you can't make them all good, then let's have eight cards. You know what I mean? There's a reason UFC's numbers are doing great and people are watching. It's because the champion beats the number one guy and they go, okay, coming up next, you're fighting the number two guy in four months. That's the way it goes. And people know they're going to get good fights. And boxing also, when you have an A versus A side versus B, you know, kind of coming up the first three fights of the night, the odds are literally like sometimes you know, 500 to one. You know what I mean? Some of these guys that well, are right, no right. guy that's two and three from Mexico. You watch UFC, the first fight of the night, even if it's a big mismatch, it's still like minus 300, minus 250. You know what I mean? Every fight in UFC is competitive. So for boxing, you got to get these guys in there that are willing to risk their, their records instead of saying, let's get this guy to 25 and 0 and get him a title shot. When he's 10 and 0, he's got to fight another guy that's 10 and 0. That's just... If you want the sport of boxing to be where it can be and where it used to be, these guys have to go for the gusto, in my humble opinion. And it's obviously easy for me to say. From a hotel room in Tulsa, the man is on a crusade. It's a one-man crusade at the moment because he's quarantined. He cannot sound the bugle. He could sound the bugle, but no one can follow right now until he's out of quarantine uh, on the crusade. He is Todd Grisham of DAZN. Again, let's reiterate uh, that coming up Saturday night, history, first time ever for matchroom boxing in DAZN that a women's undisputed world welterweight title fight is the main event. Cecilia Brekus and also Jessica McCaskill, a 26th title defense looming for Brekos if she can win. That's the main event. Uh, Madrimov and Walker in a super middleweight clash is the co-feature. They will be on the call uh, coming up Saturday. So there's the particulars once more. All right, a little fun uh, before we go. Uh, have you binged a TV show Have you uh, or six? Have you learned a language? What have you been doing uh, besides getting ready to call fights again and go back to work doing the uh, the disown thing here, what what have you been doing doing during quarantine? What else can we know here? What do we know? No alcohol. First Re- of all, really, Having all right. One sip of alcohol. Okay. I am currently watching ZZ Top, that little old band from Texas documentary on Netflix, <clears throat> which is really fascinating. These guys have an amazing background that you don't think about. All you see is the beard and the sunglasses, but it's uh, pretty good. And that's about it. Other than that, I, I like watching old fights. Uh, I try not to listen to your podcast. I did a lot of things that, you know, just to kill time. Give me an old fight that really lit your pilot light recently. Maybe a few weeks ago, last week, something. Give me one that got you really excited. Because I, I, I love going back and watching these as well. It's hilarious to, to contemplate. You, Man, that was 20 years ago. But yeah, what I about? You what, I, I just have to watch every once in a while. I'll come across like my timeline. I say that the fighter in his prime that I've seen with my own two eyes that's the best ever in his prime is Roy Jones Jr. Mm. So, so yesterday, one of these uh, uh, top five KOs of Roy Jones or whatever, top yes. five moves, popped it, and I clicked it. It's like four minutes. And, I mean, his knockouts were just – where his hands are behind his back, and he, he dodges four punches and throws a straight <laughs> jab, and the guy's at the local medical facility ten minutes later. It's insane. 
He he uh, was spectacular. Again, we don't have enough time now to go down the road about this Legends thing with he and Tyson. They've already moved it. I, I keep hearing they may move it off the calendar completely because they realize nobody's going to make any money. Who knows? Uh, we'll see about that. But yeah, Roy was spectacular. It's fun to go back and watch Leonard, Hagler, Hearns, Duran. They all fought each other. Watch the heavyweight stuff with Mike Tyson. I, I loved it on ESPN the other night. I was sitting around with the twins. They showed like every one of Mike Tyson's early first round knockouts in the early part of his career when these guys that were much bigger than him were so scared to death and he hit every one of them either with a left or an uppercut and it was over so it's good to watch the old school fight sometimes and get us all uh fired up for this um other than that have a great call coming up uh you are you are out of contact and it's good with the snake but that's going to change like late in the week right because you are going to have to be around Sergio Moro the Latin snake who we've had on this podcast and we love to kid around you will have to be around him you will be socially distanced even outside in the 117 degrees in Tulsa on the asphalt Friday night uh but we're looking forward to seeing what happens and and later in the week you get to get out of your room which is good oh well the best thing is once the final bell rings technically or figuratively the bubble pops then we can go hit (laughs) Greater Tulsa. Who knows what trouble the Latin snake is going to find in some country bar in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, that might be as good. That might be the after party for the show, for the DAZN show, to see what happens <laughs> with that. And Grisham ends up being his wingman uh, on all of this. Again, Todd Grisham and uh, Sergio Mora on the call. Now, Mannix is still in the NBA bubble, or is Mannix coming out of that bubble and headed to the Tulsa bubble? Or what do we know about his status early in the week uh, here for this fight card? Mm-hmm. He is fully bubble wrapped down in Orlando, All I right. think, until the bitter end, until the, the NBA Finals <laughs> seventh game is done. And by the way, you're fine he's with that. He's a real, he's a real weird uh, dude. But so, he so I was going to say, I see you guys on the air. I see you guys on social media. You're fine with that. You're like deuces, peace, babe. You stay down in Orlando. You stay away from yeah. me. But the problem is he's got everybody else right now that has to stay away from him because he's quarantined. But later in the week, you will see Todd Grisham, if you're hearing us uh, right now early in the week. You'll see him on the press conferences uh, with the fighters later in the week. And then the fight card Saturday night on DAZN from Tulsa. He gets to get out of the the quarantine in the hotel room. Downtown Tulsa, outdoor setting. I I have to admit, I'm intrigued to see what it looks like. And we may see other fights uh, that have crowds, etc. look like this. We'll see what it looks like uh, coming Saturday. Todd, a treat to talk to you. Good luck in quarantine. Uh, Matlock always convicts his guy and always solves it, so I'll, I'll settle that for you. Go back to watching ZZ Top on the on the Netflix or whatever you have. Let me do, let me do like the let me do like the NASCAR thing yeah. where they always got to thank their sponsors. Yeah. Let me thank Eddie Hearn, Matt Miller, all the guys at the Zone for bringing me on board with the Latin Snake. It's gonna be an awesome event. Can't wait to get her done Saturday. <laughs> you didn't do it enough with the accent. You got to get that Superflow Napa Auto Parts number twenty nine Chevrolet. You got to get it. You got to get that together if you're doing that in future interviews. All right, I'm just trying to help well, you I'm, out. I'm, I'm from Hattiesburg, Mississippi. I'm so you know, the Brett Favre country. You know, you got to get her done. Yes. Uh, yes. Eastbound and down. All right. Uh, listen. Have a great call. Thank you for hanging out on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. We'll be watching on the zone. Todd Grisham. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Talk to you soon. And there we go. Again, DeZone's got the show on Saturday night from Tulsa, Oklahoma. And then we hope to have more significant fights from them in the coming weeks and months. 
including that name Canelo Alvarez that we'll be talking about more in our roundtable with Marquise John, senior writer, BigFightWeekend.com. T.C. Martin of the T.C. Martin Show in Las Vegas will also be here on the roundtable coming up in a few moments. For the moment, though, we'll tell you about some of our, our sponsors, including MyBookie.ag. Okay, did you get some uh, wagers down already on the Major League Baseball that has started up or the NBA and the NHL that's resumed? If not, why not? You've got a chance to be cashing in right now, including with the boxing and the fights. And my bookie has got their deposit match bonus back with a special offer right now here as part of this podcast of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network of shows. And the best thing about my bookie is not only this deposit bonus, but when you bet, you win and they pay. So again, whether you're looking over the NBA and what's going to happen here with the Lakers or the Bucks or the Clippers, how about the Trailblazers or Red Hot? Bet on all the games as it's unfolding. National Hockey League that's going on. MyBookie.ag. Join up today if you never have, and MyBookie will match your first deposit dollar for dollar up to a thousand bucks. Just enter the promo code SGP, get a promo code offer of a thousand dollar match. You put 500 in, they'll put 500 to match it. 750 or a thousand, they'll match it, whatever it is. Remember, Make those wagers, live in-game betting, NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, the fights this weekend. It's all available at mybookie.ag, promo code SGP. You bet, you win, they pay with mybookie. And we're brought to you in part by DraftKings. The hits literally keep coming, not just in boxing, but MMA. From one event to the next, they grow in excitement and anticipation. And UFC 252 is no different. Uh, That is coming this weekend, and there's no better place to get in on all the action than DraftKings. And for new users, you've got a free shot at a million dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried this yet, it's easy to wager on all sports, including the MMA. For the MMA, just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap, pile up the points for advances, takedowns, and more. There's no better way to spend your evening watching the MMA than trying to win a million bucks in total prizes with DraftKings. So if MMA, though, isn't for you, DraftKings has got other fantasy contests involving the NBA, the NHL, Major League Baseball, boxing, you name it. It's all part of DraftKings. So go get the app now. Use our promo code SGP. Get the free shot at $1 million in total prizes for this weekend's UFC 252 contest. The promo code is SGP for the free shot at a million bucks if it's your first deposit and it's only at DraftKings. By the way, a minimum $5 deposit is required. There are eligibility restrictions that do apply. You can see DraftKings.com for more details, but go download the app. Go take your shot at a million bucks with DraftKings. We're also brought to you in part by BetQL. If you want to get an advantage over your sports book with the NBA, the NHL, and Major League Baseball back in action, you need to download this app, BetQL. QL. It's the only app you need to make smart bets this season. And they've got some great algorithms, a best bet algorithm that has thousands of data points to give you the top information and the best recommendation on what to wager on. Uh, Whether you're talking about the NBA games, whether you're talking about the UFC pay-per-view this weekend, whether you're talking about the fights that we're talking about on Big Fight Weekend, you go to BetQL, you pick from all of the different uh, data points and recommendations. They're giving you great info, great sharp data to help you make the bet. You can even see where most of the betting public is betting if you want to go the opposite direction. And with BetQL, if you live in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Colorado, 
Colorado or West Virginia, you can claim an exclusive offer from sportsbooks and use BetQL's data to make the right bets. Again, if you're in Jersey, Pennsylvania, Indiana, Colorado, West Virginia, a special offer awaits you with BetQL. Go to the Apple Store, go to the Google Play Store, download it, enter the promo code SGP, by the way, and you get 20% off your initial subscription. So even more incentive for BetQL. Remember, the promo code is SGP20 and take 20% off with BetQL. And if you've ever thought of owning your own sportsbook but you didn't know how, Ace Per Head is here to help you start it up. They'll provide you with an all-inclusive professional betting site with all the lines updated up to the second and wagers graded immediately. They've got top-notch customer service going 24-7, some of the sharpest lines in the industry, and plus... Ace Per Head also has live betting and a great mobile experience. You can get started today. Ace is offering six weeks free, by the way. Go to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP to find out more. We're back on Big Fight Weekend now. Here's your host, TJ Reeves. And we do come back in as we get ready for fights this weekend. And I call in the senior writer, BigFightWeekend.com website. Mr. Marquise Johns hanging out with me here on the conversation. Week Sauce, how you feeling? Pretty good, TJ. Never slate up weekend fights. And as long as time keeps going, fights will be showing up. Yeah, as we tick by, we got more and more fight cards. And we are joined by my initials brother from another mother out on the West Coast from where Marquise and I are in Florida in Sin City, Las Vegas. It is the T.C. Martin of the T.C. Martin Show. Heard five days a week, every afternoon in Vegas and also on TCMartinShow.com. Put up your dukes. Too cold. How you feeling? I am feeling great, my friends. Uh, glad to visit you here on the uh, left coast, the west coast. Here we go. Rock and roll hoochie coo, as Rick Derringer said back in 1972. <laughs> don't ask me why I said that. I don't I know. No and, and, it com- rhyme and, uh, and Rick Derringer, rock and roll hoochie coo, which Marquise Johns knows nothing he about. He knows nothing. Yeah, he was not on the planet in 72. I was barely on the planet. You were sort but of you, on the planet. I know you, T.J. Reeves, you know about Rick Derringer because he did what wrestling theme song? I, he did one of the ones on that uh, WWF, then WWF cassette that I have. But I can't. Is that the real American yep. one with yep. the Hulkster? Your man. There you go. You're a real American, Hulk Hogan. Here comes the Hulkster <laughs> as he's ripping off the yellow shirt, TJ Reeves. You were a three year old sitting in the stands there kissing me, Florida. The kissing uh, me auditorium. Where oh the hell you call it? Oh, my God. Yeah, Rick <laughs> Derringer. All right. So we've totally digressed and we're like 60 seconds into the round table. Do we need to retape? Do, do we need to start over? No, no. We we're all good. We're all good. We're just going to rock with it here on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. No pun intended. Uh, speaking of that, we come off the conversation with Todd Grisham of DeZoan. Uh, and again, they're in Tulsa, Oklahoma outdoors marquise as he was saying whose idea was it to fight outdoors in august in tulsa on the asphalt where it's going to be 115 degrees and sergio mora is already sweating and it's not even saturday yet he's got a good point uh with that right about now uh week sauce but uh, again i know we're building up to this fight we we talked last week on the podcast that cecilia Brekus is the main event uh she's not as big a known commodity in the united states 
but she's going for a 26 consecutive title defense. So that I mean that's the marquee fight right now on this DAZN card here, and whether uh, Jessica McCaskill has any chance whatsoever to beat her in this in this fight doesn't look like it. But then again, it's boxing. But there there will be some intrigue, and it's a women's fight that is the main event coming on Saturday night on DAZN through Matchroom Boxing, Marquise. Absolutely, TJ. And actually, believe it or not, and it's going to be funny to be saying this to you guys. This is actually the fight of the weekend, mainly because of that the, the, the historical aspect of it with Break is going after Joe Lewis's uh, consecutive title defense streak in women's boxing history. It's going to be an interesting fight, actually. McCaskill may be the toughest fight she's had in about two years, mind you. Mainly despite the fact McCaskill's coming up in weight to challenge her. It's going to be an interesting one for it. But, yeah, it's really interesting that no one really knows more about her in the States, despite it going after a record from someone that's in the States in Joe Lewis. And, uh, and TC, I know you've got a background as, as part of boxing in your background, promoting, et cetera, and women's boxing. We all know about Christy Martin from the 90s and obviously Layla Ali uh, since then. And now Clarissa Shields, who was a U.S. Olympian, has got world championships. So we know some things here and there about this, right, TC? Yeah, absolutely. And again, you know, women's boxing really at the forefront, and you can thank you know, Clarissa Shields really for kind of being the, the modern face uh, of, of women's boxing, you know, right now. So, but uh, yeah, there are plenty of good female fighters again, uh, you know, back when, when I was promoting and managing Helga, the snowcat Rizoy, along with, uh, you know, Christy Martin back in those days in the nineties, as we talked about before, <laughs> many promoters wanted nothing to do with women's boxing whatsoever. So uh, there are some tremendous fighters out there. Like you said, uh, you've got one that, you know, now headlining, you know, this weekend on the streets there in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I don't know if you guys ever been to Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, the Golden Hurricane, but right there, yep. you know, on the streets of Fourth uh, Street and Sixth Street, the intersection of South Boston Avenue. Uh, there it is. That's where the zone is going to be doing this thing. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. But yes, there is a great taco cart right there on Fourth Street. Let me or, tell you right or now. Or at least there or was. Or at least there was pre-COVID. Now I can honestly say I have been in Oklahoma several times, including Oklahoma City, including Stillwater, where Oklahoma State is. I've never been on Tulsa time. Uh, but Marquise, as we as we were joking. <laughs> As we were joking, not only last week, but with Todd Grisham just before you came on, they don't really know what to expect because there's no fans that are allowed to, to congregate. There are people in and around Tulsa that have been talking about this fight card. They're constructing the ring. It is a bit bizarre. They're, they're, they're trying to do something different than a sterile inside environment in a studio, right, Marquise? It's going to be interesting, TJ, the fact that they're having the, pretty much the city away from this fight to have, you know, the scenery shots. And we'll see it probably during the zone broadcast where they'll have the, you know, the skyline shots and the B-roll and everything around it just with this big ring. This big ring It's going to be looking a lot like what they're doing with the other matchroom cards in uh, Hearn's backyard. So I'm looking forward <laughs> to seeing a lot of that. They're just in this, this big downtown landscape with skyscrapers. That's going to be interesting. But we'll see how that looks on, on, on television. But that's really strange how they're not having you know, even just onlookers into it. That's interesting. Yep. They don't want people so you know, social distancing. They don't want people gathering because again, if you if you plan on letting people walk up or be around it, how do you stop five hundred? <laughs> how do you stop a thousand? Now you gotta have police control uh, to be able to stop that. So they they've got it all cordoned off. We'll see how that goes. All right. So uh for the moment, uh you know, PBC on Fox uh came back last weekend. 
um, with the Jamal James uh, decision victory. Uh, PBC back this weekend in Connecticut, again at the Mohegan Sun Casino. No fans. David Benavidez defending the WBC 168-pound title. Interesting for one T.C. Martin of the T.C. Martin Show that on the undercard, Otto Valin, heavyweight, uh, when last we saw him, he battled Tyson Fury to a 12-round uh, fight, lost the decision. Fury had a nasty cut. Valine on the undercard of this Saturday night Showtime premium cable show, fighting uh, Travis Kaufman, a big heavyweight out of Reading, Pennsylvania, that does have 32 wins on his heavyweight uh, ledger. Uh, so give me a little bit about Otto Valine. You were you were there that night when he fought Tyson Fury, and he's looking for a little more R-E-S-P-E-C-T, speaking of music, T.C. Martin. He's looking for a little bit of it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he, he is, and, uh, you know, he got a little bit uh, of that uh, respect, uh, Aretha. You know, when he, that night uh, here in Vegas when he fought Tyson Fury and he cut Tyson Fury and played him a little bit, and I remember sitting there, and there were many people, you know, uh, that, not only a press row, but in the stands, I thought, well, maybe this guy can actually give Fury a fight. Because you got to remember, Fury came off the fight just a, you know, three months earlier, uh, you know, you know, winning rather easily, winning every round. With Valin, it was a little bit more interesting, and Fury actually, you know, was cut. Uh, he was alarmed a little bit and thought Valin really gave, gave him a lot. Uh, but as the fight went on, you saw Fury class just come into play here and then he ended up taking care of business but there was a lot of respect from tyson fury in his camp in that fight and, and fury did admit that he probably took him a little bit lightly uh you know we saw the theatrics when fury came in the ring and everything but uh you know volume that was that was his you know basically american uh debut and and people got a chance to to see him a little bit you know is he gonna be anything more than that that night i mean you know flip a coin possibly in this fight uh, but again, you have a semi-recognizable name. Uh, but you know, you know, this card you're going to get to the main event as, as well. But I'm really looking forward to Benavidez. He's a Las Vegas guy. Uh, he's a guy that I've talked to and had on the show many times. And he's going against Angulo. Uh, that is going to be a very good fight. And uh, and again, you know, you know, PBC, you know, in Mohegan Sun, like you talked about, uh, and you know, Showtime will have the call. Uh, I'm looking forward to that main event. Well, and again, the goal would be for Benavides to maybe get in front of that name Canelo Alvarez, maybe on that. Uh, more on that here in a couple of moments. He's got to keep winning if that is the case. Uh, Marquise, we're, we're going to talk a little bit because we now have a relationship, by the way. If you're just finding us on the Big Fight Weekend podcast for the first time, thank you for doing so through the Sports Gambling Podcast and their network of shows. Uh, here as we're debuting on their network feed and through sportsgamblingpodcast.com. They're helping promote us uh, as well. So we're going to talk about the odds a little bit, just sprinkle it in here and there. The odds are not out for this Valine kaufman heavyweight battle on the PBC undercard Saturday night, but i got to believe that's somewhere around a 50-50 fight. Kaufman can punch a little bit, and I don't know that Valine is that big of a puncher. This this can be a very interesting undercard heavyweight 10-rounder, Marquise. I believe so, TJ. I really do think this is a 50-50 fight in terms of uh, Valine Kaufman. I don't think Valine, is, as I mentioned before, is a big power puncher. And the one time he did catch Fury in a fight that, honestly, he kind of kind of sort of won until ESPN kind of gave it away, uh, mentioned that uh, he had like fear on the roost, but he couldn't close the deal on that. So, and with Kaufman, is a big puncher. It's, it's going to be interesting to see how that looks out, but I think, honestly, the safe play on that one would be easily to go with the decision on that one. 
Yeah, maybe it will go the maybe it will go the route. So again, that's the uh, PBC Showtime card coming on Saturday night. Back to TC Martin in our uh, remaining few moments that we have here on the Big Fight Weekend podcast. Uh, I am curious. Uh, the talk in Vegas. So Top Rank has been holding their bubble shows inside the MGM Grand. They're going to continue to do that. The hope is that they can have fans at some point, September, maybe now it's October, to have some fans, even a small number, socially distanced, maybe 500, maybe 1,000, something like that for a live gate. They're talking about Lomachenko, Vasily Lomachenko, the light heavyweight, uh, I'm sorry, the lightweight champion, uh, and Teofimo Lopez from New York that that fight may have fans something like October. The other one looming, we keep talking about this, TC, is the third Tyson Fury-Deontay Wilder fight. That one may be in December right now being kicked around. What are they saying in Vegas about the possibility of fans later? Not any time in August, probably not September, but later in 2020. Yeah, the latest that I'm hearing is that there's probably not going to be any uh, fight fans uh, at any live boxing matches here in Vegas and Vegas uh, probably isn't going to be hosting anything because Aram doesn't want to do anything with his two uh, high grossing guys in Lomachenko and Fury. And, you know, the, the date has been held December the 19th uh, at the MGM grand and then potentially even going outside at, at Allegiant stadium. But again, you know, they're going to need uh, a lot of buildup, you know, for both of those fights. And I'm, I'm hearing that they're probably just going to table both these fights until 2021. Again, you can't do anything. Uh, you don't want to do anything even with 25 or 50 percent capacity of either one of these guys because you know they they command a lot of money. Uh, you know, it just it's just not going to sit well in pay per view. And again, it just doesn't feel like you know people are are ready here in Vegas for boxing, uh, according to uh, the governor here and as well as the Nevada State Athletic Commission. So Aram is just kind of taking a wait and see approach. But uh, my last conversation with him was probably not till 2021. Interesting. Now, the Raiders' idea in the Allegiant Stadium could help social social distance maybe 10,000 people, for example, because it's such a vast stadium on the floor of what would be the football field. And interesting that the, the reason, yes, health concerns, but the main reason that the Raiders said no fans, and TC helped me here, but uh, my understanding from reading their statement and that stuff, the main reason they're saying no fans is in addition to the safety they don't. They don't have a way to come up with who gets priority on what tickets because everybody has the same priority in year one, and they were they were going to have a a chaotic free frawl um, uh, on who gets tickets. So what I'm saying is, by December they may be able, maybe if it's safe enough, to work something out where you could socially distance five thousand, ten thousand people, and charge premium prices and have some live gate. But I heard the tone in your voice say that you're skeptical on that, TC, on that being able to even happen. Yeah, as far as the Raiders go, Mark Davis came out and said if they can't have uh, 65,000 fans, he doesn't want anybody there. And Mark Davis went so far to say that he's not even attending the games because he feels bad. He's got the shiny stadium. He's, he's got the Raiders here in Las Vegas. He just cannot say no to anybody. He's not going to sit there and say no to 40, right. 45, 50,000 of those fans and saying, hey, you can't come to the stadium, so it's, it's, it's not fair. Obviously, he has a chance to lose a lot of money here, but uh, you know, he's, he's just taking that approach that you know, if we're going to have this grand opening and have this inaugural season, he wants fans in the stands. And you got to remember, 
that these fans, some paid upwards to twenty twenty five thousand just for a personal seat license, mm. and uh, then you got to take out and so sixty five thousand sold out fans. I mean, this this stadium has already been sold out. The PSLs have been sold out. Uh, the seats are sold out. So again, you know, when they had that that vote going back last month, when the NFL was talking about blocking off the first eight rows all the way across, uh, you know, to prevent like the Lambo leap type of thing and this and that. Uh, it was 31 to one with the owners voting. And the one was Mark Davis that said, Hey, I want fans. Uh, we're not going to block uh, anybody out, let alone the first eight rows. So again, he was the only guy that voted, uh, you know, for that. And then he came back and said, you know, hey, I'm going to play hardball with, with everybody here right. uh, that, you know, Hey, we're not going to have fans period. So that's the reason, you know, for that. But then again, it's just everything here that's, that's in Las Vegas. And if, and of course, you know, people, you have to be very, very careful of everything that you do here. You know, the casinos are at 50% capacity. Some are even less than that. Some casinos never even reopened. You got some major restaurants like uh, the Hard Rock and other places like that, that didn't even reopen their, their uh, places up wow. on the strip. So, again, yeah, so you're not going to have any major fights here. Uh, again, you know, Aram could continue to do what he did in July and August with ESPN and serving up that contract and having a, you know, basically an empty MGM, um, you know, convention center in the back there. But the bottom line is that really doesn't do him any good to get his main star. Sure. Especially with tens of millions at stake for a Fury uh, versus Wilder. Um, All right. So before we get out of here, we are going to start incorporating more of the odds and the predictions. And, And look, disclaimer up front. Most of these fights, whether you're talking about the matchroom card on DAZN in Tulsa, whether you're talking about the PBC Showtime card, um, or even the matchroom card that is over uh, in in London, um, as well as the Friday night London card that involves Carl Frampton and, and uh, Michael Conlon, uh, Marquise, they're, they're basically one-sided odds in most of the main events. Heavil, heavily favored uh, favorite in most of these. Like I said, the, the Valine-Kaufman fight would be an interesting one. That one's probably 50-50 in that one. But the rest of these, I mean, Bracus is going to be heavily favored. David Benavides is going to be heavily favored, right? You're going you're gonna to have to take a real flyer on Romar Angulo to upset Benavides or maybe Jessica McCaskill to upset uh, uh, Cecilia Bracus, right? I mean, that's the it's, in terms of the odds play, it's long odds for, for this weekend, yeah. right? Pretty much, TJ. These fights, for the most part, this weekend are, as we all say in the business, stay busy or uh, tune-up fights. And where I was even joking before, how you know during the pandemic we would get like once we got live boxing back, that we would have more tune-ups than Firestone. I think we're getting more tune-ups <laughs> and tire changes than a, you know, than a NASCAR pit crew with some of these fight cards, guys. But <laughs> also, these, these, these the lines of these fights are going to be high as well because they're pretty much sucker bets, guys. I mean, the Frampton's facing a guy on less than a week's notice because the right. guy had visa issues. Uh, I know. I saw. I saw a line on the Frampton fight on one. uh, I think it's William Hill, which is a which is a prominent one. They're in Vegas, right, TC? But they're prominent over in the UK. William Hill has Carl Frampton as a minus five thousand favorite midweek in his fight Saturday night. So if I understand (laughs) that correctly, you gotta you gotta bet what five thousand dollars to win a hundred is that what they're telling me on that that? that's good god that's a sucker bet yes no doubt that's either a great sucker bet tj or money laundering either way i wouldn't (laughs) recommend it either way so (laughs) 
The the only play, honestly, guys, that I can recommend to anybody gambling this weekend is the ladies' fight's probably going to go to the cards because Brega hasn't knocked anybody out in a while. Uh, neither has McCaskill. Outside of that fight, you're better off just waiting for something else to yep. come along the lines. And you, interesting, TC, you were telling me they've got Fury Wilder odds because you bet on everything in Vegas at the sports books, etc. They've got Fury Wilder odds that are already out, even though the fight is not set. Correct. Correct. Yeah. And so the way that works is, uh, so the current line, it depends on which property you go to. It's anywhere from Fury minus 270 uh, to as high as Fury minus 300, meaning again, you, you put up 300 to win 100. So basically your typical three to one odds there, but you can get them for a little, a little less and even some overseas accounts, uh, e- even less than that around 265 or 270. So yes, uh, but the caveat here is that this fight must go before December the 31st. That'll be on mm. all uh, the boards and all the tickets there. And again, uh, again, a couple months ago, we thought, okay, this was definitely going to happen. I remember talking to Aram, you know, months ago. I was like, hey, you know, we're going to do this fight in October. And then with COVID, it's like, okay, we're going to do it in December. But just as of last week, he's thinking, you know, more than likely it's going to be tabled. But again, if you make a bet like that, it has to go before December the 31st. And then if it doesn't go, then you get your money back. Uh, so that's how that works here, but, uh, it'll, it'll be interesting. Again, I think that, uh, you know, I think we will see some odds on the Benavides fight. Uh, most of the PBC, uh, fights there, especially on, you know, Fox or Showtime, uh, Benavides has been on the board before. I expect to see a line that coming up on Thursday of this week. So, uh, and again, he will be a prohibitive favorite, but again, he is going against an undefeated fighter and, you know, Benavides will let let guys hang around a little bit as well, too. And again, I'm not suggesting anything with Angulo, but again, he is undefeated fire, but he is 36 years old. But I think you will see a line on this fight. All right. And, and again, if you're hearing us later as we get towards the weekend, you may already know that line. We suspect, though, Benavidez is probably going to be at least like a three or four to one favorite, something like that, like, you know, like what we've been yeah. uh, talking about. Correct. Uh, but again, Angulo undefeated. And you don't know here with the long layoff in a in a WBC 168 pound title fight on what's coming up. And, and one more here. We were joking around with Grisham before we get out of here with Marquise Johns, senior writer, BigFightWeekend.com, TC Martin in law. Las Vegas of the T.C. Martin Show, tcmartinshow.com. You hear him five days a week on in Vegas. Uh, Canelo Alvarez. What I mean is, at this point, is he in witness protection? Are we going to see him fight in September? What are the odds? Are we putting that at three to one or five to one that we're going to see Canelo uh, for this year and in September? T.C., what are you hearing out in Vegas? Are we going to see him? What's the deal, guys? Yeah, I mean, he wants to fight, but the bottom line is they don't have an opponent for him. They don't have a, a, a marketable opponent for him. I think that is what the problem is. And then again, you know, you know, tied up with DAZN, you're seeing what DAZN is doing here. I mean, guys, I mean, you know, what we're doing here with, with Eddie Hearn and, and DAZN fighting in the empty streets of Tulsa, Oklahoma, right. this is not a good <laughs> sign here. It's not a good sign, seriously. And, and DAZN is – they're losing, you know, Canelo. Canelo feels like he's losing fans here. He wants to be active. He wants to fight. We understand the pandemic and everything here, but you know they're fighting over dollars as well here. And, Canelo and supposedly, if I can interject, him to take a cut. There you go. Yeah. Supposedly, they want him to take a significant pay cut, and he is yeah. apparently standing firm. And everybody loses if that's the case, including him, because he's not going to fight. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna go without. Exactly. It looks like for a while. But the thing is, with Canelo, it's the exact same thing. You can't put Canelo Alvarez 
the biggest boxing star on the planet, bigger than Tyson Fury, bigger than Lomachenko. You can't put him on the streets of anywhere outside. <laughs> you can't put him in an empty building. You can't do it. I mean, you know, again, this, this, he, you know, you have to be able to get a live gate to get those corporate sponsors, to get the pay-per-view, to get everything else. So yeah, no Canelo Alvarez in 2021. Wow. Until 2021, and, I should well, say. probably not. And, and and again, one of his fights, I, I know uh, from talking to uh, you know talking about this before on the podcast and writing about it, the Kovalev fight last November in Vegas represented over fifteen million dollars in live gate. That's what TC's talking right. about. That helps offset the cost of everything, including paying Canelo. They don't have an access and point. Fury for Wilder, that. Hey guys, right. remember Fury Wilder drew seventeen million too. Yeah, so that that tells you the money they are foregoing uh, in one of these. So we'll see if we see Canelo anytime soon. In the meantime, I always ins- I love the insight of both of these guys. Uh, Marquise, keep knocking them dead with the website. We'll keep writing in the preview mode about all these fights. The DAZN Matchroom Show in Tulsa. Cecilia Breku's going for 26 consecutive world welterweight title defenses in that main event. Uh, Saturday PBC show as well with David Benavidez headlining Valine Kaufman on the undercard as the heavyweights. You'll be writing all about it. We look forward to it, writing in advance and after it's over with, with all the fights later this week and this weekend, right? Absolutely, DJ. BigFightWeekend.com, TJ. That's where you can find all my writings about the fights this weekend. Uh, also of note as well, guys, uh, you guys mentioned that they're fighting in the empty streets of Tulsa. Uh, today's Zoom media call for this fight, uh, they're matchroom boxing essentially all but guaranteed that this is the last thing that they're doing in the United States for the rest of the year. Wow. So keep that in mind as well because they, 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 they can't bring anybody over. So we'll see how the zone A stays afloat knowing that and B, uh, well, what are they going to put on afterwards with this? Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's a, a great bizarre point. swan song. It's a bizarre well, swan song. Guys. Well, it's a great you. it's a great point because if they don't have Canelo, they don't have a Ryan Garcia fight. Uh, what is DeZone going to do for the rest of this year? We know what TC Martin's going to do. He's going to keep rocking out in, in Vegas, talking boxing and talking everything five days a week. Plug away one more time, my friend, on how we hear you, how we find you, not just here on the podcast popping on with us, but how do they find you all the other times? Yeah, they can listen live on Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Pacific time, 5 Eastern. Real simple, tcmartinshow.com. Also available on all of your major platforms, Spotify and, and your, your other platforms for podcasts as well, too. But, yeah, go to the website. Check out the, uh, the interviews. Got a great interview up there with, uh, with Trevor Maddich talking about the college football fiasco that is happening mm. right now with no Big Ten mm. and, and Pac-12 seasons and more dominoes uh, sure to follow. So, Feel free to visit the website at tcmartinshow.com. And follow him on Twitter, tcmartin21 is his Twitter handle. He's a hilarious follow, whether he's talking about cereal, 1980s <laughs> wrestling, boxing, uh, the Raiders, anything else that's going on. TC is all over it, including the Sacramento Sports Hall of Fame. He's got some serious names in that Sacramento Sports Hall of Fame. And this man uh, is the backbone of that as the executive director. So I love me some TC Martin. Follow uh, Marquise at Weak Sauce Radio, by the way. A fantastic follow for all things fights. Boys, thank mm-hmm. you. Great stuff here on the podcast. We appreciate it. Take, uh, take care, fellas. Absolutely, TJ. Thanks for having me on as always. 
There you go. There are my guys. My thanks also to Todd Grisham of DAZN. He'll be on the call with Sergio Mora of that fight card Saturday night in Tulsa, Oklahoma from Matchroom Boxing with Cecilia Bracos in the main event defending her world welterweight title. We also thank our friends at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network for finding us. You can find us not only there through sportsgamblingpodcast.com and their network fleet of shows, but by subscribing on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get podcasts. Subscribe to the Big Fight Weekend Podcast and whenever there's a new one ding you'll get the automatic notification and in the meantime read us up on bigfightweekend.com for now we're done on the podcast for marquise for tc for todd grisham i'm merely tj thank you for being with us enjoy the fights this weekend bye It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, now at your local Honda dealer.